Hey, yeah, then, you know, I'm, I'm just feeling so mm, overwhelmed that I'm decided I'm not going to make a decision. Well, you know, a no decision is a decision. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. We're excited to welcome you to another episode of Life's Inside Track. I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And we get to share techniques, thoughts, tips, tools, and some tactics that we all need. We all deserve. You, I, everyone. So we get to turn our house into home, our families thrive, and we get to live the very best life possible. We're going to consider that even in a state of overwhelm, when we don't want to make a decision because we're stuck, it still might be the right time to move. Yeah, that's an interesting twist, eh? Because we get stuck, right? And and sometimes we're in such a, a mess or such a great period where we don't even consider it, but it, and it might be the right thing to do. Exactly. And what we're dealing with now, like, Kind of, I wouldn't say unprecedented, but pretty close to unprecedented times where there's uncertainty in many areas of our lives. I mean, mm-hmm. COVID certainly created uncertainty even in a lot of relationships. Yeah. Right? The higher interest rates, which are still low in the big scheme of things, but we were so accustomed to those awesome incredible low rates Mm. that what is still much lower than most of our married life, (laughs) right? Yeah. Interest rate wise seems really high. I'm thrilled that just recently they kept the interest rates level and which is a good thing. Mm -hmm. And yet there's so much uncertainty. And so when we're sitting in uncertainty and I just named a couple that not enough housing supply and demand conversation, a lot of immigration and not enough housing that's affordable Mm -hmm. for the people that are coming to the country, as well as for many of the people that already lived here. Yeah. And it's interesting. You talked about interest rates there for a little bit and, you know, in end of January, the bank of Canada did their announcement. They said they're holding rates. There's many that are saying probably by second quarter, third quarter of 2024, of 2024 we're going to see interest rates start to go down slowly, maybe quarter point. And it's going to it's going to take the real estate market is going to take off. As soon as there's a rate reduction, you can know that the real estate prices are going to start to climb. Now, what a lot of buyers don't know or people that were thinking of buying or they're, they're going, no, interest rates are too high. And maybe you don't know this. Long-term rates, like the five-year rate, is related to the bond yields, not the Bank of Canada posted rate. So we've actually seen five-year mortgage rates come down about 1% in the last six, eight weeks. So now... They're quite affordable, actually. Except we were lulled into the false sense of what should be normal Mm -hmm. for so long, right? With the incredibly low interest rates. And now we're still, like I said, way below what's average over the longer haul. Yeah, and there's rates well below 5%. For a five-year money, that's that's affordable. If you look at like the 10-year, the 20-year average rate of interest, 
it's, you know, 10 years, probably it's below five. But if you looked at 10, 15, 20 years, it's going to be well above 5%. Oh, well above. I can remember how celebratory I was when we saw a 10% interest rate because we'd been sitting at 15, 16, 17. And then those that sat in the 20s, right, even yeah. earlier, we, we didn't buy quite then. We had a car loan then, which was crazy. So when we're in these uncertain times, we tend to move into a state of overwhelm. So let's yeah. get back to the point. What's, what's that? What's that nerve? What's the nervous system? Of, is it called the Vega nerve? The well, Vega. that's the big one, I guess. But what it really is is you end up with a state of indecision is easier when we feel like things are uncertain, right? Right. So, so we, we tend to check out. We freeze. tend to freeze, collapse, and we we don't even go and get information there that's the turning point because sometimes we have too much information we don't know how to interpret it that's where right. people like you and i come in right yeah people that are in the industry if you got too much information on uh, mortgage rates talk to a mortgage broker and see what's going on right mm -hmm. if you got too much information around is the market strong? Is the market weak for buyers or sellers? Or what's happening? Is there properties that you can buy? Or there's still good value out there? Talk to us, right? You're going to find out really what's going on. And we can disseminate the information and boil it down into a more simple mm -hmm. process, right? Brilliance is moving the complex into the simple, not making simple complex. Right. So say that again, because there's a lot of value, I think. Well, brilliance is taking something that's complex and boiling it down so it's simple, simple to understand, simple to implement, simple to make a decision. Whereas the opposite of brilliance is making the simple complex, like exactly. overthinking, overcomplicating what's really a, a simple thing. Right. Or getting too many opinions. Yeah, that right. Can, That's a guaranteed way. Have you ever done it? I know I have too often. I know I need to make a decision because things are giving me evidence that I need to mm -hmm. make some sort of decision, but I'm getting myself in a little bit of a situation where I just, I'm not going to make a decision. I'm yeah. just going to stay where I am. And yet it may not be the best thing for me. So how do I move out of that? Well, I go and get a, gather a whole lot of opinions which only exasperates the overwhelm. Well, especially so, if you're not going to the right place for your opinions. There, or right? too many. Yeah. So the thought is, how do we narrow down the trusted opinions so that you can rely on the information you're getting and you don't have to go validate it, validate it, validate it, go to a trusted source. So what mm -hmm. we're going to recommend, actually, we're going to extend an invitation and recommend that if it feels good to you, I'm not sure if it feels good to you, but if it does, pick up the phone and we will do an equity review for you. Because part of it is getting your facts, mm -hmm. not just general market information. Right. That's cool. But really, the big deal is your specific information. Because with that, you can now make a decision and move out of a state of mm -hmm. overwhelm. Yeah. And an example of that, recently we helped a client mm. who came to us and wanted an evaluation uh, of a property, a letter of opinion, because this person was a power of attorney for someone that was ill and in the hospital. 
And after I did the letter of opinion, he said, okay, that's great. There's some neighbors that say they want to buy it. And so here now I can tell them the price, right? And then what happened was there was multiple people that said, yeah, I'm interested. I'm interested. And so then he, he went into a bit of overwhelm and said, well, no, we're going to list it with the Decker team. We're going to put it on the market and let the chips fall where they may, right? Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is we did get full price for him in a few days. And none of the people that said, oh, we want to buy it. We want to buy it. When's it coming on the market? We're interested. Neighbors, children of neighbors. All, none of those came to the table with an offer. Which happens more often than it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Right? It really does. So yeah. we're going to encourage you that if you're feeling stuck, get some more data, but get it from the right source. Yeah. So my question to you is, is it the right time to dial 613 860 4663 and get some clarity because we're honored to be positioning you to build wealth wisely because it's about much more than just the money. Yet uh, uh, now I'm so certain of what to do. And yet there's so many fluctuations. So how can you be? We are honored that we've been able to create for you over 603 Life's Inside Track episodes where we share insider tips, making house home, how to get the most out of your space and your wealth for that matter. And the great news is you can get access to them from home, from the office, or on the go. Mm-hmm. We're going to explore in more depth that real estate uncertainty, what the variables are, and sort of how to navigate through them a little bit. Right. So, you know, there's lots of things that we talked about flux, right? Things are fluctuating. The economy, you know, is it going down? Is it moving towards recession? Is it staying in a steady state? Uh, How's the job market And really, one of the things that makes a huge difference for people, maybe for you too, is consumer confidence. If the consumers feel confident, they will drive the market, the real estate market. Even in an uncertain time. Yeah. It's all about confidence of the buyer. Do they feel confident that their job is secure? Do they feel confident that in the future there'll be job raises, you know, increased income? Mm -hmm. If they feel there's job uncertainty and, you know, wages may go down or they may have to take a, a smaller job or something, then they're not going to go out and make a big decision like buying a home. Right. And even the confidence that they, you can afford to pay the payments and even the confidence that you can navigate the payments of the interest rate shift, mm-hmm. right? Like that whole conversation is huge. Yeah. So the... I mean, we have several wars going on right now, which cause some 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 flux, right? We have, um, you know, uncertainty with gas prices, although gas prices seem to be holding downward pressure right now. Um, so those types of things affect the real estate market almost more than we realize. Because if you look at the true indicators – We have a little more inventory than we had a year or two years ago, but we still have much less inventory than we have in previous years, like I'm talking five, ten years ago. And the consumer demand, the increase in population is huge, right? right? So there's a demand for housing. We're not building it fast enough. Those 
fundamentals are not going away. Right. And yet there's still uncertainty around house house prices. Mm-hmm. Are they going up? Or are they going down? I mean, we've talked in lots of episodes or previous episodes around those that have gotten stuck. And you know, my voice is even getting stuck as I think about it. Those that got stuck paying more for their home, especially new builds or not even just new builds, but stuck paying a significant amount of money for it at the height of COVID and Mm -hmm. then for the prices to come down. And some people are even in a negative equity position right now. And we've done some episodes on that. So if you're thinking, well, I that's my situation, well, let's go back to that or connect with us directly because it, this is very much an individual conversation, right? Yeah. Now, you just talked about negative equity. And one of the yeah. things that we offer is an equity review. And maybe you've been in your home for 3, 5, 10, 15, 20 years. You're not sure what Maybe equity, 30. Maybe. You're not sure what equity you have. Yeah. And equity is a very simple thing to calculate, really. It's, it's what's the current value that you could sell your property for minus what you owe on it. And that will give you a general idea of equity. Right. right. And then it's a decision. Okay. Some people just want to feel safe and sound. Oh, I got lots of equity or I got this. Others will say, oh, I got all this equity that's sitting there doing nothing. Now, Ken and Yana, what do I do with that equity? How do I make that get into action? And, you know, we're in conversations with a, a client right now who bought a rental property from us about two, seven years ago, I think, or something like that. So they have two properties. Both of them now have a lot of equity in them because the market had gone up significantly. They've been paying down the mortgage. Mortgages. Mortgages, one on each. The tenant's been paying the one down and they've been paying their own down. And now she's ready to to really look at, I guess they're ready, the couple's ready, to look at a much bigger property and pull equity out, plus some cash reserves they have, to actually buy a generational real estate, right? Things that will affect the future of their children based on the real estate that they're going to own. Yeah, which is so cool. Isn't it? Right? And so if you're thinking, how do I get an equity review? review? How do I get access to my knowledge? Because I can get some data by going online and trying to figure out the value my house is, which is the first piece of data you need, but it's not necessarily sound information. Mm-hmm. Because how do you decipher it? Are you getting the right numbers? Are you getting the asking prices? Are you getting the sold prices? Are you watching prices of houses come down? So if you want the real goods, all you have to do if you're part of our community, which if you're listening to the show, I'm going to say you are, is connect with us. You can send us an email at together at deckerteam.com. It has a gift or an invitation when you're part of what we're up to in the world is we will give you that data. And here's our commitment to you. There's no pressure from our perspective for you to do a specific thing with it. I've often heard people say, yeah, but I'm wasting your time if I'm not ready to make a decision. Yeah, and you can't even decide if you're ready to even consider making a decision around housing if you don't have the real data. So Mm -hmm. it is not a waste of our time. It is our contribution to you being in the right position to make a great decision. Yeah. And one thing that's true about me is what? I never make an offer that I feel bad about making. No, you don't make an offer unless you're good to fulfill it. Right. 
Yeah. And you know, yet when people are looking at buying or selling, what what's the truth about the inventory, how they feel about oh, it? Oh, it's so fun. Because if you're a seller, it feels like there's a lot of competition. There's a lot of inventory. And if you're a buyer, it feels like there's not enough selection, not enough inventory in the real estate market. So it's an interesting back and forth. It's more, and so many things are about what's my perspective? Mm-hmm. Where am I at in the continuum or in the journey right now? And so that's going to help me to perceive things, not necessarily as they are, mm-hmm. but as I can see them based on my situation. Right. Because right? as you mentioned, we have more inventory than we've had for five years. And yet we have way less inventory than we've had for much of our career mm-hmm. over the last 35 yeah. years. Yeah. And recently we've been working with a client. Let's call her Jennifer because we don't give out names because confidentially, right? Yeah. Uh, but let's call her Jennifer. You know, she came to us with a big wish list and a budget point where I didn't believe she could get what she wanted. And the first step- Because was, the market demonstrated yeah, that that wasn't yeah, true. Exactly. So the first step was to go to the mortgage broker and get pre-approved. And now she realizes that she will not be able to get exactly what she wants. And yet it's still, you know, get in the market. Even if you can't buy your 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 ideal home this time, it might be five, seven years But if you're a first-time buyer, way better to start putting equity into your own place so you can buy your dream home after than to keep paying the rent and the mortgage of your landlord. Yeah, because you're paying, and you've heard me say this so many times, I feel like a broken record. And yet it is a point that I think when I was a tenant, I didn't realize that I was actually paying a mortgage even when I was renting. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't my own. And I don't want that for you. So uncertain times just may equal opportunity because together we're clarifying your options because when you have them, your wisdom will flow. Yetta, I see opportunity. Where? Everywhere. We are thrilled that for over 30 years, we've been able to come alongside you, not only investing, selling, and buying real estate, but 30 years of coming alongside you to build your fund, build your finances, build your faith, and even strengthen, heal, and flourish inside of relationship. Doesn't that sound good? Well, it's truth. I know. It I love it. Great, and so we're going to discover in this particular segment what the current housing market dynamics actually mean. We've touched a little bit on first-time buyers. We'll go a little deeper on that. And then we're going to move into the right-sized buyers that are either moving up or down. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's always tricky when if I say the market's going to because that is very uh, close to being, I don't know, crazy, Somebody that right? creates predictions? Yeah. yeah. And yet I have a very strong confidence that I think by the end of this year- 2024. Yeah. We're going to see probably 8% increase in market value of properties on average. Wow. You're, you're going to go on record. I went on record right here. Wow. That scares me. I don't do that. I know you don't. (laughs) And yet I just have this this sense, right? Don't call it a sixth sense, but it's it's a gut. It's a gut thing. Having and when we say gut, let's be for real. 
It's 35 years of watching the market, living in the market, experiencing the market, buying and selling and investing personally, as well as for over 3,117 families. Mm -hmm. So it's not this gut that isn't based on some facts and yeah. some information, and right? And could I be wrong? Could you another could war come out? Could some world dynamics, Should could pricing of fuel or food go crazy and it changes the market? Yes. But the way I see it unfolding so far in the first several weeks of 2024. First month? Yeah. Yeah. We're not, we haven't seen big gains, but I'm seeing strength in, in the consumer confidence and like I said, if in, in the earlier segment, if the interest rate drops even a quarter percent, quarter once or twice, we're going to see this market take off. That's my belief. Right. And so if you're sitting on the fence as a first-time buyer, I say get off the fence. And now. Get, get into action. Right. Yeah. Call us. Call your mortgage broker. Or if you don't have one, call us. We'll refer you to one or two. And you're going to really get a hold of can is this something i can do right now or it's not something i can do right, right. now? right and even if it's something you can do right now the question is should you it depends it depends on your situation but what we know is we get stuck in indecision when things seem like they're too much right and so the only way to get out of that as we've been sharing on this segment and this whole episode is that you get more data, solid data, data that you feel you can rely on and trust, and then you can make a decision that causes you to move past a state of overwhelm, regardless of what's happening in the global economy mm -hmm. and even the local market economy. Yeah. So that's first-time buyers. Call us. We'll sit down. We'll, we'll walk you through the whole process. No obligation. Just educate you on what it looks like to take that that pathway right. right and the great news is that when we say sit down it can be face to face because we like to touch you heart to heart and i'd like you to touch my heart not like physically but emotionally and that's so much easier to do when we're in the same space and mm -hmm. if that's not conducive to what's going on in your world right now there's a lot more demands it seems on people in mm -hmm. general we can do zoom calls prefer a Zoom or some sort of video conversation over just a phone call. It's easier to catch each other's emotion and stay connected at a maybe not as great a level as when we're face-to-face -face, and certainly more than if we're just on the phone. So there's lots of options. We're willing to do phone as well so that we can get you the information that you need so you can make a solid decision. And if you're part of the community, we'd be remiss if we didn't extend that invitation to you. Mm -hmm. Now, so maybe you're not a first timer in your buying process, but you own a small, maybe a condo, a townhouse, uh, uh, um, what do they call them? Up down lofts, the, you know, the stacked homes, something, or something that far nature. out of the country. Right. And you're thinking, Hmm, is it the time to buy something up? Well, let me just say it's the perfect time. Because what we're seeing is with the higher interest rates, people are affording less, but they want to get in the market. So there's there's still continued pressure on the lower price properties. People are still buying those. And the upper price, you know, this, let's say 700 and up, mm -hmm. there's downward pressure on the prices because there aren't as many people ready to buy and there aren't as many people moving from their smaller home to move up. So to me, 
if I was sitting in a smaller home, this is the ideal time to talk to us about what's it look like to sell that and buy something a little bit bigger and how does that affect my monthly payment? How does that affect my future equity growth? Because the important thing to know is when, let's say rates, do, let's say the, the prices do go up 8%, right? Yeah. Well, 8% on 500 is $40,000, right? But 8% on 750 is $60,000. So do you want to make 40000 or 60000 for sitting in a house? And that's fantastic. That's the, the real numbers. And sometimes if you're watching, the numbers might be easier to absorb. If you're just listening, it may be a little harder to absorb the numbers. Obviously, it would be best if we wrote them out. And yet, grab a piece of paper and write them down unless you're driving. Then don't do it right now. But you can always go back and re-listen to the show or re-watch the show because it is on YouTube as well as it is on chri.ca. And so you can see the reality of those numbers. The other thing that's interesting is sometimes, and we've certainly seen that, as Ken said, there's more downward pressure on the higher price properties. So they, in fact, may not go up. 8%. Depending on what the market does. Right. Yep. And if interest rates are coming down. Even if the it, lower ones it, do. Sorry. Yeah. I just need to yeah. finish my thought. But now, let's say interest rates come down and there's more pressure for people wanting bigger homes. Now, the bigger home may go up faster even than the smaller home. It's fascinating, isn't it? Yeah. So connect with us if you want to look at your specific situation. There's yeah. nothing more important than your scenario. Mm -hmm. And now you might be saying, well, can I actually want to go down to a smaller house? So maybe I want to rent. I want to go into a senior's home or uh, retirement living. And is it a good time to do that? Well, not as good a time. But again, it's time your life, right? We have one client that wants to move back home. Where's home? Well, it doesn't matter. Jamaica. I I'd want to move back home to <laughs> Jamaica too, too right? Too. And she's retired and she's looking, okay, now I'm going to sell and I'm going to move back home. Uh, another client waited five years. Is to that get, right? Yeah, five years to be able to get acts on the waiting list to be able to get into a the apartment building or the, you know, seniors apartment, seniors apartment building that they wanted to be in. It took them five years. So whether... They're at the height of the market or not. In the big picture, it's more important that they get access to mm -hmm. this unit now or this home now than wait three, four, five years where the prices might be above what they might have been in 2022. Right. Because they had to take it or else they would give to the next person yeah. on the list, right? And they start all over again. Mm. So here's my challenge. Call us to get and move from really uncertainty and inaction to clarity and certainty. And we're grateful that you joined us on Life's Inside Track because when we move forward together, together, we've got this. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward.